Welcome to Refresh. This is Pastor Kim Robinson. It's my desire that you listen, that you can experience blessed faith and creative life with this Kicks Ministries and Victory Harvest Church podcast. Hi, this is Pastor Kim with the Refresh podcast. This week's podcast is five points about the will of God. You know, Matthew 6.10 says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It also says in Luke 8.18, When the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith in the earth? God's will and your faith makes a divine kingdom connection. So what is the will of God? Well, the will of God is and embraces five specific things. His word, his blessing, his rule, his power, and his covenant. In Psalm 115.16, it says we are in partnership with heaven. This scripture reads, the earth he has given to the children of men. So therefore, his will is for the children of men. It's for mankind. As Jesus declared in Matthew 6.10, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It is about the will of God and man working with heaven together. His will is about his kingdom in the earth. It is about his kingdom on the earth. It is heaven's glory coming to us through the sun. It is his blessing, his prosperity. This is his will, his kingdom come. It is his blessing and position, his word and his covenant to us. Well, there are five points I want to bring out about the will of God. It's about his kingdom and it's about his plan. His kingdom come, his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. These points are about that. See, the will of God is everything that heaven contains. Well, point one is that his word and his will are his authority. All that he has said, he has accomplished for us to restore dominion, to restore dominion for us to walk in dominion. His will includes dominion. His dominion is his authority. And this is his kingdom. See, Psalm 145, 13 declares, Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. This dominion is for all ages. And in Genesis 1, 26, he declared it about mankind. God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Well, in Psalm 8, 5 through 6, he continued, he said, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. See, he has positioned us in Jesus, in Jesus' dominion, in Jesus' kingdom, in Jesus' authority to have dominion over the works of his hands. That means we will be vessels of his works. He will make us a blessing to bless other people. And we can have that dominion in the promise of Jesus Christ. See, the word here for dominion in Hebrew is the word mimshalah. It means rule and dominion and realm. It means the dominion of God. It means government and power, which means kingdom rule and authority and kingdom government. See, his government is not of this world. See, he has restored dominion and kingdom and authority through Jesus Christ to all those who believe on him. This is point number one. And as we embrace his word, we embrace his will. As we speak his word, we are declaring his will. We speak it and we uphold it and we have that dominion. And in Luke 4, 36, it says this, and they were all amazed and spoke among themselves saying, What a word is this, for with authority and power he commandeth. This is 
Jesus and his kingdom. Well, point two with his kingdom come and his will be done means it is his authority. That's all part of that dominion. Well, the will of God and the kingdom of God are interchangeable. His will is the kingdom of God. It is his gospel and it is his government that is from above. That is his authority. It is his rule. That rule comes from heaven. His will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And it is from above and it is not of this world. It is not the governments of the world. It is his kingdom. His kingdom is a witness to all nations. He says this in Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Well, here in the scripture, we're seeing that his kingdom is his gospel, this gospel of the kingdom. The blessing is the authority of his kingdom. He has blessed us and it has said to us in Romans chapter one, that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Well, the gospel of the kingdom is the power of God unto our salvation. It's not again, the governments of the world. It is his kingdom, his way of doing things. His kingdom's not found in the governments of men. No, his kingdom is preached to all the world and is a witness to all nations. And in Luke 18, the verses 36 through 37, he tells us this. Jesus answered and said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. See, his kingdom is his way of doing things. It is what his authority is is doing. It is what his word has promised. We rule in his kingdom under his word, through his word, by his work, in his work, and through his authority. And he has given us this authority. See, we don't fight in secular worldly strength or secular kingdoms or secular governments. We stand in the kingdom of God and are a witness of his gospel to all nations. And Pilate said this, art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. He was a king because he had a kingdom. And he said, and for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. And everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. See, his kingdom is the kingdom of truth. It's truth that is his authority. And he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. He is the essence of his kingdom. The kingdom of God is God's gospel working in the earth. The kingdom of heaven is his glorious place. It is his will to be done in this earth as it is in heaven. It is the will of God, the kingdom of God, that earth have the blessing of the kingdom of heaven. See, we are part of his establishing a kingdom that's not of this world. We are a kingdom that is not of this government. We are of a different kingdom a different government, which leads me to point three. In point three, it is his will that there's always provision in his kingdom. God's kingdom has provision for those who believe in him and receive what he has done. That is his covenant promise. His covenant promise is part of his kingdom. In Matthew 2, 11, we find that the wise men brought provision for the covenant purpose to Jesus and his family. See, it is his will to establish his covenant. 
to establish his will. His covenant is his will. His kingdom on earth as it is in heaven reveals he wants us to remember that it is his desire and his will that we establish his word, his covenant, his ways, his blessing to be a witness to all the nations, which is his will in every area of our life. It says this in Deuteronomy 8.18, that thou shalt remember the Lord your God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. See, as we establish that his kingdom is his government, we find his covenant is what has established his kingdom. As Christians, his government is the one we are to follow. He says in Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And in Isaiah 9, 7, it says, And of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. There is no end to his kingdom. There is no end to his peace. This means that there's no toiling for us. We don't have to strive in this kingdom and we don't have to work hard in this government and we don't have to fight and, and be in such turmoil in the kingdom of God. He has called us to peace in his increase of peace and his increase of his kingdom. He, his name is called wonderful and he does the wonderful works for us in his kingdom. His name is called counselor and he is there to minister by the power of the Holy Spirit and heal every part of our lives. He is called mighty God and he is there with this mighty hand moving in our lives and upholding us. He's called everlasting father, giving hope to the hopeless, authoring faith to be substance and evidence of things hoped for. He is called the prince of peace, establishing nothing broken and nothing missing in our lives. His will is is established by his hand and his dominion and kingdom rule is established by his work. He does the work and that is part of his kingdom. He does the blessing and he brings it to us. This is the heart of his kingdom. He does the power and his authority is his power in his kingdom. In Matthew 6, 28 and Luke 12, 27, it says, consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. See, kingdom position is without toil. Because if we look at the lilies of the field, we can see that they didn't work real hard to grow and they didn't strive to be planted and, and do the work of it. Well, he's saying that Solomon in all his glory wasn't arrayed like one of these because Solomon, who was the richest, he worked for it. But in Christ, in him, in his kingdom way of doing things, we don't have to toil. We don't have to spin. We're like the lilies. We just grow in him. Kingdom position is without toil. Kingdom position is about faith. Kingdom position is to ask and to speak, which leads me to point four. It is the will of God for us to pray. This is part of his kingdom. He's talking about thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven about the Lord's prayer. He's teaching the disciples how to pray. So part of our position is what we pray and what we confess. And part of that position in the kingdom is the way we by faith receive it. And our faith in simply asking and receiving is part of the kingdom principles of God. 
In Mark eleven twenty four, he says, Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's the kingdom principle of God. That is the faith of God working in our lives. In John 14, 14, he says, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. It is his will to do it. His desire for us is to ask, to abide in him. And his will is for us to experience his love and blessing and have all his word and promises manifested in our lives. And we do this by the asking. He says that, Whoever knocks, the door will be open, and whoever asks, it will be given, and whoever will seek, they will find. This is his will to open doors for us, to have us abide in him and his word to abide in us, that we can ask whatsoever we will, and he has the will to do it. His purpose and the gospel of his kingdom is to bless us and to be in partnership with us. This even goes to say that it is his will that we decree that we speak and we boldly speak. He tells us that in Job twenty two twenty eight, he says, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways. This is his kingdom come and his will be done in the earth. He is establishing his blessing in our lives. That's a declaration. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is a decree. Jesus said, pray this way, decree it. And he is establishing it and the light of it shall shine upon your ways. Jesus is speaking Job twenty two twenty eight. Well, the word in Hebrew for establish is the word kum. It has so much depth. We decree and he establishes. That's why Jesus said decree and declare his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's saying decree it, decree every part of it. And he says, you shall decree this and it shall be established unto you. And the light of it shall shine upon your ways in every area of your life. Well, as we declare and we see the establishment or the cum of God happening in our lives, it means to rise and arise and stand. We will see his kingdom arise to our blessing. And it will arise against all things contrary to it. This word here, established, kum, means it's confirmed and the power of it rises to the occasion. It endures and fulfills and builds and accomplishes and continues. And it brings the blessing of the promises onto the scene. See, the word of God is sent. The word of God is taught. And the word of God is decreed. And he establishes that. And the light of God, who is light and the light of his word, lightens our paths and shines upon all our ways. And that leads me to point five, that it is his will that the gospel of his kingdom is his covenant position, setting us in his covenant position, making it our covenant position. See, it's God's covenant and divine plan as part of his promises to be his will found in Isaiah 61. Jesus even decreed it and declared it. It is his will that we are positioned and protected and that we experience the kingdom of God. And Jesus said it in Luke chapter four. And we're to know that this government rests on his shoulders, the government that he decreed in Isaiah 61. 
and that it is heaven's government coming to us as the kingdom of God. It is his righteousness and it is our position. As he said in Matthew 6, 10, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. He is bringing that position of covenant, the kingdom covenant, the kingdom position of protection and the government resting upon his shoulders to us. Jesus brought us the kingdom. He has established the covenant. Jesus reveals the will of God. He is revealing the covenant. He said it again, as I said in Luke 4, that this truth was about himself as he read from the book of Isaiah 61, declaring and decreeing, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to do what? to bring the will of God, to reveal the will of God. See, Jesus brought the will of God. Jesus has revealed the will of God. Jesus has promised and given the will of God. Jesus has completed the will of God and said it is finished. And Jesus fulfills the will of God in your life as you believe and receive him and all that he has done. He said this in Isaiah 61. And some of those things that he promised are just amazing as the will of God is revealed through him. See, it is God's plan to bring the blessing and the anointing, the will of God to our lives. And he said, these were the things that he was bringing. He said he would preach good tidings to the world. He's bringing his good news. He would bind up the brokenhearted. He would proclaim liberty that he was proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. And he was proclaiming the day of vengeance of our God, meaning the vengeance was against everything the enemy was doing to separate us from the will of God. And he was bringing comfort to all that mourn. And he was turning mourning into joy. He was appointing unto them the blessing and the goodness of God. And he was giving beauty, beauty for ashes, beauty and glory. He is giving the oil of joy, the garment of praise, removing the spirit of heaviness, calling us trees of righteousness, the standing and the planting of the Lord, declaring that we were the planting that he would be glorified in our lives. And he would build old waste places and raise up former desolations. And he would repair the wasted cities and the desolations of many generations. He would repair the things in the earth to all nations. He would repair the hearts of men. He would bring restoration, redemption, and righteousness. And he promised that this covenant was bringing the will of God, the blessing. Jesus was declaring that he would direct the work of truth in our lives, that he would make an everlasting covenant with us that would never end. See, this is the righteousness of God working in you and through you. It is the will of God. The promises go on and on. And remember, there are over 7,000 promises that belong to us that are the will of God for us to have. They were so important to him and they were so much for us that he gave Jesus to die and rise again to bring them to us. We have Jesus in our life. It is the will of God to have the kingdom of his blessing in our lives, the kingdom of his gospel that has brought and sealed and delivered to us all that God has promised. Mark 3, 35 reveals to us the importance of the will of God as Jesus declared this, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same as my brother and my sister and mother. 
The word here for do is the word poeo. It means whoever will do the will of God, whoever will declare, celebrate, believe, decree, and allow it to be authored by him in our lives. What an amazing thing. Whoever will declare the word of God, the gospel, the salvation of God, the blessing of God, the will of God, the kingdom of God, whoever will celebrate it, whoever will believe it and receive it, whoever will decree it and allow it to be authored by Jesus Christ in our lives, meaning that we would receive his blessing, his will, this will of God, the kingdom of God by faith and declare it. It belongs to you. It belongs to those who believe and receive, who choose him, choose him and the will of God, his kingdom today. Father, I pray for those who've heard this podcast, that their hearts will rise and receive your will, that they will experience it and celebrate it and believe it and allow you to author it in their lives. And they will receive your blessing by faith and they will decree it and they will experience the beauty of the blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Kim is not only a screenwriter, director, and producer, she writes children's books and other publications. If you're interested in more of her Kix Media from Kix Ministries, check out our family faith-based feature films, Pastor Kim's blogs, and our many children's books and publications at kixtv.com.